Please welcome the liberator of the libido, Dr. Alex Schiller! 98% of the human population is unfuckable. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Hello, friends and lovers. My name is Dr. Alex Schiller, and I never sleep alone unless I want to. I've had sexual intercourse with 3,150 people, and I'm going to help you do the exact same thing. This is part two of our two-part anal series, Don't Ignore the Back Door, and I'm again joined by the beautiful and talented BDSM expert, DJ, and musician, Baby Magic, also known as Sarah Elizabeth Graves. We also have double board certified colorectal specialist, Dr. Ellie Shockett. Hi, Dr. Alex. And true icon and one of the most famous drag artists and gender illusionists on the planet, the one, the only, Willem. We got a spank bang full of callers, so let's get right to it. Slip into something beautiful, sip on something sexy. Here in our studio in New York City, we are drinking a Greco di Tufo from my favorite region in Italy, Campania. And since this episode is all about the back door, I'm wearing a black Chiaraboni dress with buttons all the way down the back, black seam stockings, and black vintage stilettos by Christian Dior. You like it? I love the back with the buttons and uh, the leather trim uh, that folds over. It's very, mm, very elegant, you. very elegant. But the, the, the buttons, the, do they unbutton? Yes, they do. You want to come mm. over here and try? Vieni qua. Prova. No, vieni qua. Come see how fast you can get this dress off me. Un, due, tre, quattro. Oh, he did it in five seconds. Yes, thank you. It's Kiki de Montparnasse. Well, I guess I'll just have to stay like this in my lingerie. Non ci offendiamo, non ci offendiamo. All right, sit back down, Dario. The wine's cold. We are all feeling hot. And it is time for our first caller. Anna from the Finger Lakes. Anna, what are you drinking? What are you wearing? And what can we do for you? Hi, uh, I'm currently wearing a big comfy sweater. Excuse me, is that a sexy big comfy sweater, young lady? Can be, yeah. Yeah, I find them sexy. Sometimes. All right, take off big the pants and we've sweaters. got something. Keep going. What are you drinking? Uh, I've got myself a mug of herbal tea. Mm-hmm. And my partner and I enjoy doing anal, but I was recently diagnosed with hemorrhoids. And so I'm not sure sort of what to do how to progress. All right, let's let our colorectal surgeon take this one. Dr. Shockett, what advice do you have for Anna? Well, first of all, everyone on this phone call has hemorrhoids. We're born with them. We're going to die with them. So it's a misnomer to say you're diagnosed with hemorrhoids. They can bleed and burn an inch and pop and do all sorts of bad things to us, but we all have them. Now, whatever you were diagnosed with, painful hemorrhoids, internals, externals, you know, there's a lot of categories. Most of those, they're secondary not to sex, but to issues with bowel movements. Hemorrhoids getting angry are a side effect of constipation and or diarrhea. So deal with whatever you need to deal with to fix those. But the vast majority of things hemorrhoids can do to you should not in any way affect your ability to have anal sex. So she can still safely take it up the buck as long as she uses the TLC method, tease, lubricate, communicate. It may not be as visually stimulating, but I would argue that many people that engage in anal sex don't necessarily watch the entire time. But that's strictly cosmetic and doesn't affect anything in in terms of how you stretch or enjoy sex. Yeah, he's going to be so happy to be back there. He is not going to notice. Are these internal or external, though? They're internal. You're going to be just fine then, honey. Use a lot of lube and you'll be just fine. Go slow. And as Dr. Shockett always says, if it starts to hurt, stop. 
Gotcha. Sounds extremely reasonable. Okay, and I understand you had a bonus question that you wanted to ask? I did, yeah. As I said, we do already do anal, but it's only my butt. I know he's got a prostate. I know it's up there. How do I convince him to let me at it? All right. I'm going to let Chef Dario take this one. If a lovely lady wanted to um, play with your prostate, would you let her? And what could she say or do to convince you? Right. How does your partner identify, like, as far as sexual orientation? Uh, He's a straight man. So am I. The prostate is a erogenous zone, and uh, different people experience it. Uh, different people have a different degree of erogenicity. But yeah, you should try. You should try. You should try to play with it softly outside. And, you know, tickle it in a way, and then uh, and then see how sensible he is in that area. If he likes it, uh, then uh, you can uh, bring up your whole plan step by step. Personally. I'm not very sensible in my nipples, but I understand there are some men that are like, you lick their nipples and are like, ah, I instead enjoy some anal play, for example. So you should just understand first what's his degree of sensibility or sensitivity? Sensitivity. Sensitivity there. And sensibilities. Have you stuck a tongue up there? What have you, have you played around there, back there at all? No, mostly I've just sort of brought it up as a theoretical to him and he gets kind of squicked out. He doesn't seem to like the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Uh. And so like, I don't, want to do anything because you know consent is very important and I don't want to do anything that would make him uncomfortable but I'm also like I feel like this could be really fun and exciting and I consent is key for sure have you said to him baby I think it would be really hot or have you had the conversation why do you like being in my ass he answers and then you can say I get excited by thinking of going in your ass because of A, B, C, and D. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you tell us why are you so interested in getting into his ass? I mostly think it's just because he's a very giving partner. He always focuses a lot on giving me attention and making sure that I'm like sexually satisfied and having a great time. And I feel like he doesn't focus enough on himself. And so I think me going out of my way to give him an orgasm that's really spectacular and probably something he hasn't experienced before could be really nice. I think that's very nice. And I think you can reword that a little bit and tell him that's why you want to do it for him. Sarah Graves, you got anything you want to add to this? I do. When you're exploring anal play uh, with cis males, I think it's very important to have a con- the conversation of why you want to do it. So I'm definitely echoing Dr. Alex there, but also how you're going to do it. As a trans woman, before I transitioned, I found that engaging in oral sex on your partner was an easy and quick way to sort of distract from the situation and lower the fear and anxiety as to what's about to happen. And let me tell you, after it happens and he experiences those full body orgasms, I think he's going to be on board. I truly do. So afterwards, you may need to have another conversation about like, this is great. This is fine. This doesn't make you gay. You are still a straight man. Many straight men enjoy this and let's do it again. So think about how as opposed to why. Yeah. And also don't think of it as straight to date with prostate. You know what I mean? Start with a tongue and move your way up. Just saying like, hey, do you mind next time I go down on you? Can I just play back there a little? 
Nothing inside, only on the outside. You're just so fucking hot. And I think he'd be into it. But take your time. Dr. Shaka, did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah, you know, I think we all have our lightning rods. Those couple of rods and stones, like Chef said, you know, some people it's that you nibble on the earlobe or it's that panty drop in line that the guys have by their pelvis. I believe that the anus is a lightning rod and a rod and stone for as many men as it is for women. There's going to be a percentage of people that have nothing there. So I think there's the mental block of just sort of getting over the what he feels is the stigma with it. But assuming you can get over that, the fact is also recognize that if you're really doing this for him, that even if he could get over the mental issue, he still may not enjoy it. So trying it out slowly, I think brushing your finger over the area during a hot soapy shower or, or during a blowjob, I think is fine too. I think you're going to find out pretty easily once they're distracted, whether they really enjoy it or not, if they can get over that initial stigma of being embarrassed or being ashamed about it. Does he like porn? Yeah. And do y'all watch porn together ever? No. All right. Well, that might be a good place to start, too. You could either watch it together or you could send him something. Maybe while he's at work, you can send a text and say, can I show you a porn that really turns me on? I'm pretty sure he would love to see it. Pick a porn that's got a little anal play in it. You know what I mean? Maybe not full out strap on sex, just a little uh, mm -hmm. kiss and tickle around the taint or the tizzent little bit of a rim job, things like that. If you want, you can send me an email, dralex at neversleepalone.com. Spell out the word doctor and I'll send you some of my favorite links. All right, great. All right, fabulous. Um, and Claire has something that she would like to add. Claire, my darling. Oh, yes. Really in the conversation of equal pleasure. So if there was a pleasure I was experiencing, I wanted him to experience. And if there was a pleasure he was experiencing, he wanted me to experience it. So having a conversation as equal partners has helped us a lot. Yeah, I think making it about being equal, making it about reciprocity, making it about generosity. And the more you can say, you make me feel so good. You're giving me those MBOs, those mind-blowing orgasms, and I just want to do the same for you. And I think we should explore. And if you don't like it, we can stop. But I don't want to ignore your back door. Yeah. Let me send you those movies, and I think uh, he'll get on board once he sees a few of these fine films. Thank you so much for coming on with us today. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Thank you. Coming up, we got more backdoor questions, a very sexy why shouldn't I, and a special edition of our sex term test. What the fuck? So get yourself a refill and get a little more naked. Hey, it's me, Willem. Did you used to suck? Not in a good way. Do you sometimes still suck? Do you want to suck less? Before, when I still sucked, I was never an Emmy-nominated makeup artist slash dragstress, and I was also never kicked off a competition drag reality show, but look at me now! Once I figured out how to suck less, I wrote a book, and then I had my own cosmetics company, which is Suck Less Face and Body, so I could help people suck less like me. So let me recommend Suck Less Face and Body, made especially for those who want to suck less. We got you, boo. Next caller is Maxwell from Wisconsin. Hello, Maxwell. Hey, hey doctor. Uh, love the topic. Uh, here's my question. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, not so fast. What are you wearing? What are you drinking? Just got on a T-shirt and some boxes. What are you sipping on? I'm not drinking anything at the moment. You know, it's, uh, it's still early. All right. Well, know. I want you to relax. You can just sit down, sip on some water, but I want you to sit down. And I want you to lean back. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you're right. Good advice. That feels good. That feels good. Good. Now, what can I do for you? Well, what's a good lubricant for 
anal sex. Ooh, we can go round robin on this. I'll go first. You ready to write this down? Yeah, I got my pad out. For fluid bonded partners, meaning the long term trusted and tested partners that I don't use condoms with, you know, like my husband or my ballet instructor. I love Southern Butter by Green Goo. They're an all natural personal lubricant and body butter. It's great because it smells good and you can give a full body massage while lubricating the back door. Okay. Now that's only if you're not using condoms. Okay. But all other sex partners that I do use condoms with, and you should too. Oh yeah. You got to use water-based lube. And I love Sliquid H2O. That's liquid, like liquid with an S, H2O. Oh, and I just got a new shipment in if you'd like to come over after this, Dr. Shocket. Sounds great. I'll be there. All right. What's your favorite lube, Dr. Shocket? For anal play, uh, silicone lubes are generally recommended. The uh, They're not good for toys, but they're great for anal with condoms. It's it's generally a thicker, sort of stickier lube, but it lasts longer. You don't have to reapply. The, the water-based lubes tend to not last as long. I mean, at the end of the day, biology is different. The anal canal is not a vagina and the self-lubricating glands just aren't there. So silicone is probably the way to go. I agree with you in terms of the butter. I mean, coconut oil or any oil can be great, but really that's destructive to condoms. So you really need to save the oils for your closest partners. And for anal alone, stick with silicone. If you're doing pegging or using toys, so number one, I recommend in general using condoms on all toys because you never know where that toy's been. But even with condoms, you want to use a water-based lube or there are some hybrid lubes or newer lubes out there that are marketed for this. Dr. Shalkett, if you came over, I'd make sure to get you your own set of toys. All right, Chef Dario, your favorite kind of lube? I don't have a favorite brand, but the sexiest lube is your saliva, I find. And uh, the funnest lube I've ever used is uh, just some straight-up butter from the closest fridge that was around. Uh, last Tango in Paris. That was, yeah. I used it, too, That's and it, it's pretty great. Again, only with fluid-bonded partners, and don't get that butter in your vagina or your hair. But up the butt felt pretty good. Is it medically safe to stick some Lando Lakes up our butts, Dr. Shockett? Absolutely. It's organic, right? I mean, it's, it's a natural product that's going to come right out. All right. Willem, favorite lube? My favorite lube is love. <laughs> Claire the Virgin, same question. I use Sustain. It is a water-based, all-natural. My boyfriend and I are still using protection. Sustain has been our favorite. Fabulous. And Sarah Graves, favorite lube? I've been using Mr. S Body Glide from Mr. S and Sam. Francisco, I was having a great time at Folsom Street Fair and <laughs> got some of this and I haven't looked back. All right. Producer Tom, you've been quiet today. Producer Tom, tell us what's your favorite lube. I like a water-based lube called Liquid Silk. It really feels very natural to me. I love it. All right. Maxwell, did you write all that down? Oh, yeah. It's poetry to my ears. I got a nice shopping list here. All right, Maxwell. Have fun shopping. Stay bold. Stay beautiful. Stay fuckable. Bye. It's that time again. Time for my favorite segment. Why shouldn't I? Today on Why Shouldn't I, we have Carla from Calabasas. Carla, what are you wearing? What are you drinking? And what can we do for you? I'm still in my rope, actually, and just having my first coffee of the day. First coffee of the day. You must have had a very good night. All right, what's your Why Shouldn't I? So I've been thinking a lot about pegging my boyfriend 
And I'm just wondering, why shouldn't I peg my boyfriend? Why shouldn't you peg your boyfriend? All right, we will tell you whether you should or shouldn't. But first, I am going to bring our BDSM expert, Sarah Elizabeth Graves, on. Sarah, can you please tell the audience who might not know what pegging is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, In scientific terms, pegging is fucking a guy with a strap on. Um, And it's a lot of fun. So, why should or shouldn't she peg her boyfriend. Chef Dario, why shouldn't she? Do you know that he's into it? He is. He's done it before. Then you should. That's uh, easy. Are you into this? Do you want to do this? I've never done it. I don't really know how to do it. Um, so do you have any tips, what to get, what to do, things I should know? 100%. Uh, tip number one, definitely watch some tutorials. I'd uh, watch them together. Do you guys like to drink wine, mm -hmm. sip tea, that sort of thing? Yep. All right. So have a drink, watch some tutorials. There's pornographic ones on Pornhub that I love that are actually very educational. There's also, I mean, if you just Google the kind of tutorial you're after, you can find it. I'm sure there's a TED talk as well about pegging. TEDx talk. Oh. I gave one. In terms of strap-ons, you know what I mean? You got to try out a few you to see what you like best. There's a few models I like. I would recommend, you know, starting small. Would you agree with that, Sarah Graves? Absolutely. Start small and build up with a lot of lube. A lot. <laughs> a lot of lube. Absolute favorite strap-on harness that I love is the Regal Queen harness. And you can swap out the dildos, you know what I mean? So you can start small, build your way up. It's made of vegan leather. It's got a lace-up back, like a pretty little corset. It makes the fellas say, yes, majesty. And, you know, when you guys get a little more advanced, if you're looking for authenticity, wanting to tap into your masculine energy, uh, you know, you could do a King Dong Supreme, an American Whopper with a vibrating 8-inch, that sort of thing. Wow, okay. Again, I just think you should use a lot of lube. <laughs> when you think that you're using too much lube is when you're starting to use just enough lube. So use a lot of lube. Go very slow. Start small and build. And remember, when you're doing pegging, things happen. And you have to be able to talk and especially laugh with your partner. Feces is just part of the fun. Yeah, Pegging is full of shit, so... You know, with any anal play, I always say to use the TLC method. Tease, lubricate, communicate. Okay. Chef Dario's got something he wants to add? Yeah, I saw recently a different design of strap-on that doesn't have a harness and instead it goes inside of your vagina. Oh. Yeah, I think what you're talking about is a model called the Fieldo. And the Fieldo goes inside of the vagina and it also pushes and stimulates the clit as you thrust. The problem with a fieldo is usually you have to have worked with Benoit balls and gotten some clenching exercises down. What they thought was, if you're going to come, you're going to clench down. But it's, it's a whole technique. And to be honest, I've heard a lot of women talk about how it's just too distracting. I want to try it. Now you know what to get me for Christmas, Chef Dario. Dr. Shockett, why shouldn't she peg her boyfriend? Other than him not wanting to, I can't think of any good reason. All right, TLC, tease, lubricate, communicate. Carla from Calabasas, have fun with your pegging party. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Thanks, Dr. Alex. Your body is a temple, and the back door of your temple was meant to be worshipped. Introducing Southern Butter, the new Intimates collection by Green Goo, plants with purpose. Green Goo. Awaken your senses with our calendula massage oil. 
Heighten your awareness with the cool mint tingle of enhance. Surrender to the smooth and long-lasting glide of our intimate body butter and bask in the afterglow with backdoor balm, the ultimate in anal aftercare. Greengoo.com Southern Butter products are made with organic oils infused with fresh herbs to maximize potency. Use our discount code NSA20 at Greengoo.com for 20% off. Greengoo.com Southern Butter Intimates by Green Goo. Do it naturally. All right, all right. It's time for our sex term test. A little game I like to call. What the fuck? On today's sex term test, we have a very interesting challenge. Contestant number one is Chef Dario, and contestant number two is our good friend Claire. Claire seems to think that she has quite a bank of sexual knowledge. Is that right, Claire? I would say I've been reading. I believe her. I love a well-educated woman. All right, so Chef Dario versus Claire. Here's how it goes. I'm going to name a sex term. You're going to define it. If you get it wrong, the other player has the chance to steal the point from you. Player with the most points is going to win $50, and if your score is high enough, a chance to come back at the end of the season for All-Stars. Are we ready? Yes. (laughs) All right, we're going to go to Claire first. Claire, what is docking? Docking. So, you can't Google it, Claire. You've got 10 seconds to answer. All right. Well, so it's pretty intense, really. Two uncircumcised men, or uncut, as it has been called before. This is an act between the two of them where one man, he pulls the foreskin back and he, he holds it pretty firmly while um, the other guy stretches his own out and open. Uh-huh. That is correct, Claire. Uh-huh. Now, ask, let, we can stop you there. Clearly, you know what it is. Now, um, have you ever experienced this before? Oh, no. No, I have not. No, you have not. Now, the two men in this situation, if they would have done that and only that, would they still be considered virgins? Oh, wow. You know, I think that that is a conversation between them and their God. All right. Good Surely answer. Surely they are. Surely All right. That's virgin. one point for Claire. So, Chef Dario, what are Roman showers? Hmm. Well, it's not a golden shower, otherwise it would be called golden shower. Correct. But it must involve some kind of liquid, otherwise it would not be a, a shower. shower. Right. So And Roman, so it's Italian, so you should know it. Ten seconds, what's a Roman shower? It's a spit shower? No, incorrect. Claire, <laughs> you have a chance to steal. What is a Roman shower? Well, I, will, I want to say Chef Daria was very close. So it would be a, a, happening during oral sex where um, someone would become all too overwhelmed and would end up vomiting as opposed to spitting. That Romans is did vomit for all that sorts of purposes. Claire, you're not Googling, are you? Because you, God would be very upset if you were cheating right now. You're not cheating, are you? Oh, no, I would never cheat. All right. Well, she That's is correct. Bullshit. Roman showers the act on vomiting on another person. Hey, do not call Claire a cheater. She is a good girl. <laughs> All right, Claire, can you tell us, what is a munch? Oh, okay. A munch. A munch is so it's a little more casual, um, a little more laid back. It's a, it's a place where people who have specific kinks or more, I think more specifically um, BDSM, if I'm... Okay, if that I'm is wrong. correct, Claire. Now, how do you know that one? You ever been to a munch before? Now, I have, I have been invited and uh, because my partner wasn't able to go, I did not go. We do everything equally, so I didn't want to experience that even visually without him. 
May I why, ask? Why is it called a munch? What's the what's the connection there from the from the sequence of letters to the to the reality of the situation? What is it? You're eating and you're talking about BDSM. It's not a sex party. It's a place where people who are into BDSM. Uh, it's a hangout. Yeah, yeah. it's like happy it's hour. Much, yeah, it's, it's a meetup. You don't bring your whips and chains necessarily. It's you a meetup. Yeah. Okay, I understand. So why why were you invited yeah. to that much, Claire? What are you into? Well, I am open to all conversations. Myself and my partner have not quite explored that yet because we're waiting until we're more intimate and truly consummating our relationship to take things a step further. But I truly believe education is very important, especially when it comes to your sexual health. Me too. And I'm glad you're already on guest list, Claire. You guys are going to have a beautiful life together. Okay, Chef Dario, your turn. What is felching? Felching is uh, the. Um, uh, it sounds like a. It sounds like a violent term. Um, maybe it has to do with blood or something. Uh, let's see. It must must be some BDSM like uh, pain related uh, act with a specific object, though. Incorrect. So, no, Claire, tell uh, me what felching is. I'm sure she knows this one. Well. We have actually experienced this. I will say I do have personal experience with this act myself. Uh, okay. Uh, tell me how. Just elaborate and be quick. Okay. Yeah, so this is the act of cleaning up, as it were, or um, ingesting, or I don't know. I want to say this as nicely as possible. It's to suck up semen out of an orifice and a straw as possible. Claire? Yes. Who was the felcher in this situation, you or your boyfriend? <laughs> Well, we do everything equally, so as we have been equal in all of our acts, we were equal in this act as well. Straw, no straw? Oh, no straw. Classy girl. All right. So Claire is kicking your ass, of Chef course. Dario. I'm going to let you go again, because you must know this one, because I know you're a Rocco yeah, Freddy fan. Don't do favors. Like, I I'm not favors. doing favors. I'm not. All right. Also, we should ex establish like a, a certain degree of like officiality. Of these terms. There is officiality. Okay. I mean, that's, I think she she's getting them all pretty right here, yeah. Chef Dario. Okay. All right, Chef Dario, what is bukkake? Well, it's, uh, come on, that's easy. Well, then you should get this well, one it's, right. a lot, it's when a lot of men come uh, cover uh, one woman, or I mean, more than one woman, but when a lot of men cover at least one woman with cum. Or maybe it works with a man too, if a man is covered with cum, I don't know. No, ask. it's actually a sex act in which multiple men, typically three or more, ejaculate all over a woman. So, ding, that's one for you, mm. Chef Dario. All Thank right. you. Coming into our <laughs> final sex term, the score is Chef Dario, one. Claire, four. All right, Claire, this one's for you. What are vampire gloves? Oh, wow. You know, that, I will say, is something I have not heard before. Never too late to learn. Chef Dario, what are vampire gloves? Um... Is when you fist a woman uh, who's on her period? That is terrible. Very creative, but absolutely I don't know. terrible that's, that's, and that's incorrect. That's what we have to work with, like imagination, no? Vampire gloves are leather gloves with small metal spikes embedded in the palm areas used to produce a stinging effect on skin when spanking. What's the, what is the vampire? Because if you hit hard enough, it's going to produce blood. Right. Well, and maybe because the little pricks are creating what look like bite holes. Claire, you know everything. Claire, you are the winner of the game with four points. I am sorry, Chef Dario. Claire's got a total of four. She wins $50 and a gift basket from our generous sponsors, as well as a set of vampire gloves that I'm going to send you personally, Claire.
Oh, goodness. Thank you so much for playing, Claire, and for always being so open, honest, and knowledgeable and true to yourself. Thank you, Dr. Alex. It's always such a pleasure and always really educational. Stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Bye. I love Claire. thank everyone who called in on these two anal episodes. I want to thank my EFAs, Dr. Shockett, Willem, Sarah Elizabeth Graves, aka Baby Magic. Now, I know we covered a lot of ground and the advice was very good, but it's kind of spread out all over the place. And Will from WeHo has actually offered to give a quick recap and some lessons he's learned during his anal journey. So Will from WeHo, keep it brief, keep it cleanish. It's all yours. Thanks, Dr. Alice. Um, I will, first of all, I just want to say it took me about 10 years to get comfortable with anal sex. Um, I emotionally really wanted it and I really needed it, but it took me a long time uh, to figure out how to have it happen. And for the longest time, I would just get fucked and it would hurt. And I was like, oh, right. I, I, I think a lot of people feel that way. They think, oh, it's got to hurt. I've got to, you know, get through it. And that's not the way we should look at it. Agreed. Especially now that I have experienced amazing anal sex. I'll say the first thing is obviously you want everything to be clean and tidy. Mm-hmm. High fiber diet. Would you agree? Agreed. I mean, that High really changes diet. everything. Or just give yourself the time for for uh, pre-clean. Pre-clean, I think both. High-fiber diet and pre-clean. If you're eating a high-fiber diet, it's pretty much going to cleanse itself out. And then, yes, do the pre-clean. And I would say always have anal sex before dinner, guys. Yes. Do it before a meal. Fuck your brains out. Build up a hunger. Then go out to dinner. Yeah, because nothing ruins the mood for me more than than a poop. Anyways, well, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, I think most importantly, obviously, lots and lots of lube, especially mm-hmm. for your first time. But you really got to pay attention to your body. Listen to your body. Feel your butthole, your sphincter. Like, you know, mm-hmm. focus on that part of your body and focus on relaxing that. That took me a long time to figure out. Because when someone's going to stick something up your butt, your immediate reaction is, oh, no, clench tighten up. up, clench well, up. Well, I also think, you know, as Dr. Shockett said, and what I think, bottoms on top. If it's your first time and you are the receptive partner, pick a position where you can be in control and where you can make connection and eye contact with your partner. Porno doggy style is not the way to do this for the first time. Correct. I could not agree more. So make sure that you are are releasing and relaxing. Tell everyone involved that there's not a rush. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen on your time. And uh, remember that you want this and you love it and you can't wait for it to happen. And just get yourself emotionally there. Yeah, take time with it. And if you are the insertive partner, if you're the one on top, you need to understand that this might be a very scary thing for your receptor partner. And remember the TLC method. Tease, lubricate, communicate. If it hurts, stop. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Chef Dario's got something he'd like to add. Yeah, and remember the way there, it's important and it's just as uh, fun and uh, beautiful as uh, the thing itself. So if you're in a moment of your relationship where uh, the anal play is limited to fingers and uh, tongues, Really enjoy the fingers and the tongues, and when uh, when the moment is right, 
to have a full anal sexual interaction, it will be obvious. I'll tell you something, Dr. Alex. I could listen to Chef Dario read the cookbook, and I, I'd want to fuck him. So Don't try to steal him from me. I pay him very well. Enjoy every step of the journey, and remember TLC, Tease, Lubricate, Communicate. All right, my beautiful fuckable angels, that's all the time we have for today. A special thank you to my extremely fuckable advisors. You can find Dr. Ellie Shockett at sflcolorectal.com. You can follow Sarah Graves on Instagram at baby underscore M-A-G-I-C-K. And you can follow Willem on Insta at W-I-L-L-A-M. Follow us at Never Sleep Alone. Subscribe to this podcast if you want to be invited to enchanted evenings around the world. Until next time, my lovely, lovely listeners, stay bold, stay beautiful, stay fuckable. Dr. Alex is not a real doctor. Her degree was purchased online. The views expressed in this podcast are based solely on her personal experience and should not be taken as medical advice. Names have been changed to protect the fuckable.